Hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy September 26th, or in my world today, happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to the do-over of St. Patrick's Day later, so I'm going to make it a holiday today. (laughs) It's really, what, September 26th, and I'm sitting out in a park. I'm getting ready to go for a hike here in a little bit. Looking at some volleyball, sand volleyball, nets, and some... You know, playground equipment and people walking their dogs and some kid that's riding his bike. He, he, he rode it in the sand and then he comes out and goes, now there's sand on my bike. <laughs> Isn't that funny? All I could think of is, you know, like you drink five Long Island iced teas or and go, oh, now I'm drunk. Or you piss away a grand in a slot machine and go, now I'm broke. That was kind of what I heard when I heard him say that. So All right, so today's reading, Laura Davis says, to me, spirituality is taking a bath while reading People magazine. Feeding our spirit can be an adventure and originality. There are no rules that tell us where and how to meet our deepest spiritual needs. God can be found in a rainstorm, supermarket, or temple. I have to pause there because I have to tell you that I woke up this morning in a town. I slept at somebody else's house last night. It was just too late, and I'm not good at driving in the dark, so... I wake up and I I know where there's a Dunkin' Donuts by where I stayed. So I went over to the Dunkin' Donuts, which happens to be right next door to one of the stores for the chain that I worked out when when I lived out here. And I took a picture of the supermarket sign, right? It's a grocery store and thanked the family because I'm having such a good time. And if they never hired me, I'd never be here and I wouldn't have the friends that I have. So it was just a little note of gratitude. So this is really cute to me that God could be found in a rainstorm supermarket or temple. So here I am showing gratitude, you know, to the universe, to the Casentinos, to, you know, for hiring me and uh, taking a picture of a supermarket. And there it is in the reading. So there's my little digression so far. Perhaps an ability to slow down lays the foundation for grace and fulfillment. Our God seems to be closest to us when we relax and let ourselves, other people and life just be. Stress and worry can black out our spiritual channels. What a wonderful opportunity to find ways to relax with a deep let go, opening us up to layers of peace and renewal. When we have trouble with our spiritual connection, perhaps we need to look for God in everyday life, even in relaxation and fun. Today, let me look for my higher power in new places. I think for me, one of the places that this occurs. And and I think this is what made my trip to Asia so significant. I, you know, you guys heard me say all along, like, I don't know why I'm supposed to go on this trip. I'm supposed to go on this trip. That was a big turning point for me, you know, followed up by a healthy dose of lockdown and COVID. But that was where things started to shift, like meditating to the sunset and being around people with like minds and seeing how simple people can live, you know, staying in the houses of uh, folks that don't have indoor plumbing, for example, or just seeing how hard people worked and, and lived over there. And then here I am now on a road trip that maybe doesn't seem logical for everyone. Although I think that people are enjoying the travels and, and the posts and, 
you know, it's just this freedom. And this is travel, I guess, is where I'm going with this is one of my ways to get in touch with myself because I'm, it's not the same old, same old, right? And being reminded that people care about me or that I could sit in a park and just look at the beauty of the park. Those are all things that are spiritual. I am always telling you guys that religion, you know, religion, God, all that stuff, it's, it's individual. And I love that. And again, I don't know if this is just the people I surround myself with, but the messaging is, is that, you know, you can be spiritual and not necessarily have to have an affiliation. And this reading and this quote, you know, spirituality is taking a bath while reading People magazine. So you get to do you, just like everything in your recovery. It's, it's you. You get to choose. You get to decide. You get to do what you need to do. And just that alone is a gift. I mean, I'm getting to sit here watching the sun come up above the trees and know that I'm going to have a very connected walk. You know, when my friend gets here, even though I've been gone and, and him and I don't talk all the time, but when we talk, especially this last, I don't know, six months, year, we've had as he's grown and, and changed and found new habits, I think for him, not to speak for him, but he's joined hiking groups, for example. And when I left Kansas City, I didn't, I don't remember him being into hiking or whatever, but he found his people, people to go out in the woods and nature and form relationships. And, you know, that could be his spirituality. Mine could include and does include activities, you know, not reading People magazine. That's not my jam. I'm the most clueless person when it comes to famous people. Maybe I should read People magazine. I have such a limited scope of being in everybody else's business. Anyway, so yeah, so that one's not quite me. But I think I can get down with a good bubble bath every once in a while. Or a hot tub, actually, is what I would prefer if I have a choice. So I'm giving you permission today to, you know, first of all, embrace whatever it is that you love to do. Maybe reframe it. Think of it as, you know, what makes me happy? What makes me fulfilled? Now, having dead eyes in front of a slot machine just waiting for the next bonus round or sitting at a poker table where maybe that takes a little more thought, but zoning out and not being in touch with anything because we're just so numb and blank. And I know we convince ourselves that, you know, we're we're doing something, you know, the chase, the action, the whatever, but it's not that same kind of fulfilling. I think I shared recently how if I won a a jackpot, I would just be, you know, like, okay, I'd be playing other machines next to it while I waited for my my hand pay because it was never enough. And that's such a different feeling than sitting here just nice and quiet and feeling like it's enough. I was looking at my car today that is getting close to 4,000 miles on it. You know, it's not a, it's not a Beamer. It's not a Ferrari. It's not a Corvette. And I guess I have a Corvette on my mind because my friend just told me that a girl broke up with him because he wouldn't buy a Corvette. Like, really? That's, I mean, good for him that he got broken up with because he didn't need to be with a girl like that. He's way better. He deserves way more than that. But I'm looking at my car and I'm going, you know, I love you, car. Like, it's, 
not the latest and greatest. It's just comfortable and it's serving its purpose and it's being graceful with, you know, luggage in, luggage out, taking me all around the country. And it seems like probably silly to be grateful for a vehicle, but I'm grateful for a vehicle. It's not something I necessarily take for granted. And, you know, I've come a long way from clunkers and, and being broken down on the side of the highway to having the confidence to drive a vehicle around the country. And, um, you know, I might not be able to have a car if I kept gambling. I, I probably wouldn't. I know I wouldn't. It was progressing so bad that I wouldn't have a car, home, a life. I wouldn't have anything. So I think that that's part of what keeps me in my place of gratitude is, is not forgetting. So important. We don't forget. That's why I tie it into most of the things that we talk about. I also learned, I'm going to totally go off the rails here, but I learned it was, it was really interesting to me. So I went to go see my friend and um, when I left KC, he was working for someone else and he, he always was very, you know, he has things that he's very passionate about. Maybe I don't understand them all, but what he did was he took his passion and he put it into his dream and things just keep happening. Good things happen to him. Now, I think the reason why, this is just my working theory, is he gave up alcohol. It's been eight years, which blows my mind because I feel like I was just drinking with him yesterday. But since he quit drinking, he's now has not just one business that is around his dream, but multiple businesses. And things just keep presenting themselves. And I loved it. He said to me, he goes, yeah, like we were kind of having, you know, heavy conversations, Bobby conversations. He's like, yeah, he's like, I might get nervous, like, oh, the bill's got to be paid or whatever. Or maybe it looks like it's short. His accountant might tell him, you know, oh, I'm a little short. He goes, but then the money shows up. And he's, you know, he's sponsoring baseball teams, like Little League and giving back to the community and, and raising money for charity and just all these things. He's putting out in the world all this good stuff. Now, this is a guy who, you know, I would give a ride to because I think he had a DUI, if I remember right. But, you know, he didn't have a car. He didn't have a license. He was not in the frame of mind. Not that I would have took it, but to be like, here's some gas money, Bobby, for picking me up every single week, you know, for volleyball or whatever. And again, it wasn't like that I wanted it. It was that he wasn't in a place of gratitude or thinking about other people. And now he's just showing up in the world in this this beautiful, amazing place. And I know it has to do with recovery. It's really beautiful to see the way that people grow in recovery and how dreams can be filled when you do the next right thing. You know, as cliche as that sounds from the rooms, it really is. It's the next right thing. So that's what I wish for you guys today, you know, that you can stay true to doing the next right thing, that you can, oh, there's a bee by this picnic table. I don't do good with them. Yeah, you guys know you get the real deal with me. But um, <laughs> I hope you can, you know, maybe take a minute to reflect and figure out what makes your, what makes it so you have spirituality or what's spiritual to you. What makes you happy? Just make it that simple. What makes you happy on the inside? What brings you peace? What brings you calm? And if you're not, you know, if you're still struggling to figure that out, maybe just thinking about it for a day or, or paying attention to what goes through your day. And, you know, is it a smile on your face? Is it a not in your stomach? What 
triggers different emotions because we have to pay attention. That's like the first part, I think, staying aware and, and sorting through that stuff. Oh, you got a bird talking to you. I don't know if you can hear it. Okay, that's what I'm thinking today, guys. I appreciate you, and I hope you caught Justin's episode yesterday. He's freaking phenomenal. That that guy is just so bright and, you know, another one, another fellow that's just, like, crushing life because he's, you know, he gave up the drugs and the alcohol. And, again, it's it's really fun looking around and seeing the progress that people make and how they grow. And I'm honored to be part of so many people's journeys and included in their lives. Yeah, just feeling grateful. Out of my eyes, I'll even be grateful for that wasp that wants to bite me. <laughs> All right, beautiful people. Enjoy your weekend. I will be back tomorrow to tell you all about how St. Patrick's Day goes today. My, my sober St. Patrick's Day. Now, mind you, on St. Patrick's Day in real world, I never would go. It's too many people, too crazy and whatever. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes today. Being around a party environment without partying. I got I got some information that one of my friends here uh, got in some trouble, got in a DUI, hasn't, you know, it's, it's against the rules for him to drink. I'm going to reach out to him and see if he wants to be my sober date for today or maybe it's too hard, maybe it's not the right environment for him. So who knows, maybe we'll go for a walk. See if I can get him to go for a walk with me. Walks just freaking fix everything. You want to talk about one of my spiritual places? <laughs> That's it. Going for a walk. All right, beautiful people. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for traveling with me.